This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. I'm Cristina Matescu with the news. First, the headlines. The annual inflation rate in Romania dropped to 9.4% in July from 10.3% in June, says the National Institute of Statistics. Representatives of the United States, the European Union, Ukraine, the Republic of Moldova and Romania are having talks in Galaz in southeastern Romania about alternative routes for the transport of Ukrainian grain exports. And Romanian football sides were in action in the first leg of the third preliminary round of the UEFA Conference League. Romania's annual inflation rate dropped to 9.4% in July from 10.3% in June, while the price of food products went up by over 16%, that of non-food products by 4.25%, and services by almost 12%, according to data published today by the National Institute of Statistics. The National Bank of Romania revised its inflation forecast for the end of the year up to 7.5% from 7.1% and to 4.4% for the end of 2024. The bank's governor, Muguri Sărescu, said on Wednesday, The projection is based on the legislation in force and does not take into account the impact of the fiscal consolidation measures recently proposed by the authorities. Representatives of the United States, the European Union, Ukraine, the Republic of Moldova and Romania are today having talks in Galaz in southeastern Romania about alternative routes for the transport of Ukrainian grain, said the U.S. Embassy in Bucharest. In a crucial meeting, which will take place in Galazi, Romania, Ukraine, the Republic of Moldova, the European Commission and the United States will join forces following Russia's harsh exit from the Black Sea Grain Initiative, said the U.S. Embassy, denouncing Russia for turning food into a weapon and endangering global food security. The United States stands firmly by Ukraine, promising continued support and assistance to help Ukraine overcome challenges and promote prosperity in the region, the U.S. Embassy in Romania added. The Romanian naval forces are carrying out activities dedicated to the Romanian Navy Day in the run-up to the 15th of August, the Christian holiday of the Assumption, the Virgin Mary being considered the patron of sailors. Various events are scheduled in the capital city, in the Romanian Black Sea ports of Constanza and Mangalia, and the Danube ports of Brăila, Tulcea and Galați. On the 15th of August, Constanza will play host to a demonstration exercise entitled The Romanian Naval Forces 2023, 
on the maritime stage in front of the fleet command. The opening ceremony involving helicopters and speedboats flying the flags of Romania and NATO will be followed by a parade by Romania's flagship vessel Mircea. Romania's football champions Farul Constanța defeated Flora Tallinn of Estonia 3-0 on Thursday evening at home in the first leg of the third preliminary round of the UEFA Conference League. In the same leg, the vice-champions FCSB drew nil all against FC Nordseeland of Denmark in a match in Bucharest, while the winner of the Romanian Cup, Sepsi OSK Svantogorge, drew one all at home against FC Aktobe of Kazakhstan. The decisive matches will be held next week. The Romanian national rugby side will be playing Georgia on Saturday in a test match in Tbilisi. Last week, Romania lost 31-17 to to the United States in Bucharest. In their final test match ahead of the Rugby World Cup hosted by France, Romania will face Italy on the 19th of August in an away match. At the World Cup, Romania are in Group B and will play Ireland in their opening match on the 9th of September in Bordeaux, followed by world champions South Africa on the 17th of September again in Bordeaux, then Scotland on the 30th of September in Lille and Tonga on the 8th of October in Lille. And now a quick look at the weather. It's still chilly in the north, centre and west, while normal temperatures for this time of the year are recorded in the rest of the country, with highs between 22 and 31 degrees Celsius. The weather is sunny in Bucharest, with some 30 degrees Celsius at noon. And that was the news. And now stay tuned for an important announcement. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Romanian authorities give assurances that energy prices will stay capped in winter, as happened last season. I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with more in this report by Mihai Pelin. The Bucharest government has decided that energy prices will be capped this winter as well, as it happened last season. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Energy must prepare, as soon as possible, the programme for the cold season and present it to the government. 
Prime Minister Marcel Cholaco has asked the relevant ministries to prepare the energy program for the winter, both for the population and for economic production, and to present it to the executive. Government spokesperson Mihai Constantin. Prime Minister Marcel Cholaco has asked the ministries to prepare the provision of energy in the cold season for the population and for economic production. Also today, an emergency ordinance was approved, which ensures the settlement of some payments for energy suppliers, so that the system will continue to be perfectly functional, with kept prices for citizens as it is today. Two years ago, energy prices began to rise spectacularly worldwide, affecting both domestic and non-domestic consumers. The growth started following the COVID-19 pandemic and growing international demand. In 2022, Russia's war against Ukraine and its unilateral decision to suspend gas supplies to some EU member states deepened the crisis, leading to record highs in energy prices. However, there are signs of stabilization this year, partly due to the policies and interventions of EU governments. After international prices fell, this trend is also observed in terms of electricity production. In this context, the European Commission and the World Bank have recommended that Romania give up capping energy prices in order to balance public finances and comply with fiscal rules in 2024. In the country, electricity and natural gas prices have been capped since November 1, 2021, due to the liberalization of the market of July 1st the same year. Those who benefited most from this capping were those with low consumption. Thus, currently, for electricity, there are ceilings of about 13 euro cents and 16 euro cents per kilowatt hour for low and median consumption, respectively. Those who consume more, that is over 300 kilowatt hours, benefit from a capped price of 26 euro cents. Also, small and medium-sized enterprises, the food and pharmaceutical industry, community services and places of worship pay about 20 euro cents per kilowatt hour. Regarding the price of natural gas, it remains the same as before. Household consumers pay about 6 euro cents per kilowatt hour and non-household customers pay about 7 euro cents. That was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Sports Weekend with me, Eugen Master. Three Romanian football teams on Thursday played their first leg fixtures in the Conference League's European competition's third preliminary round. Farol Constanza had no problem securing a 3-0 win against Estonian title holders Flora Tallinn. Scoring for the Romanians were Denis Alibek on 40 minutes, Constantin Budescu in minute 79 and the Portuguese Diego Queiroz in extra time. If they outperform Floratalin on aggregate, Farol take on the defeated team in the tie-beating Azeri, Team Karabag against HJK Helsinki of Finland. The two teams playing their fixture in Europa League's third preliminary round. We recall Azeri Team Karabag won the first leg 2-1. On home turf, Romanian cup holders Shepsi Gheorghe 
and Kazakhstan's vice-champion team Aktobe drew 1-0. The guest team's Brazilian footballer Elde Santana drew first blood on minute 65. One minute from time, Shepsis Roland Varga leveled the score. The leg in Kazakhstan is crucial for the two teams' qualifying efforts. In the playoffs, the winning team will most likely play Norwegian team Budu Glimt, a team that defeated Armenia's Punik Yerevan 3-0. On Stella Stadium in Bucharest, with more than 27,000 fans in the stands, FCSB took on Danish team Nordseeland. The match ended in a blank draw, although Danish vice-champions were one man shy on the pitch from minute 59, when the Danish team's bookies footballer Adam Nagalo was eliminated. Should they succeed a win in Denmark, FCSB will then go against the winner of the match beating Azeri Sabah against Partizan Belgrade. In the first leg, Azeri team Sabah won 2-0. The coming weekend will see matches being played, counting towards the Romanian Football Super League's fifth round. On Friday, FC Ukraiova 1948 take on FC Voluntari. On Saturday, Ocelur Galatz play a home game against Universitata Cluj. In Yash, the local site Politecnica face Universitata Craiova. On Sunday, an all-time derby is scheduled, pitting Rapid Bucharest against Petrol Ploiești. In Bucharest on Monday, Dinamo are pitted against FC Botoșani. Three fixtures were postponed, the one pitting FC Hermannstadt against FCSB, the match pitting Sefa Cluj against Shepshi, as well as the match pitting Farul against Utaharad. After four rounds, FCSB are at the top of the table with 12 points, followed by FC Voluntar with 9. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.ro and on Facebook. Focus on Romania. Time now for some good Romanian pop music. We invite you to listen to Vama and their latest hit, Repeat Summer. Fericit, 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 peripit, nu mai dorm de aproape o lună, glezele tale și vara peripit. și spune vama, noaptea tu pe o terasă, răspândești lumină. Se întâmplă un stop cadru, lumea se dizolvă și rămânem doar noi doi. Poe de cârciumă perfect, traduc din valuri în Pe două perne îmbrățișați Deasupra verii suspendați La noapte am gândit suflet Pentru un vin și o chitară
și o chitară ăsta e un cântec de vară Două șpițuri și o chitară ăsta e un cântec de vară You are listening to Radio Romania International. The future starts today. Hello and welcome, I am Kaninko Tsoyu. The advent of the Internet has brought humanity into the digital age, with rapid access to information strongly influencing the way we learn and develop, and making possible the emergence of new business models. Through search engines or specialized websites, information is much more accessible to all people. It has become commonplace to access virtual pages, and we can communicate almost instantly with people thousands of kilometers away. Thanks to quick access to information, we can benefit from knowledge and expertise without the limitations imposed by time or space. The Internet, driven by increasing amounts of online information, Commerce, entertainment, and social networking services continues to grow. But there is also the flip side of the coin. Along with the benefits of the Internet, we also face challenges regarding data security and privacy. An analysis of the history of the Internet shows us that it has origins in efforts to build and interconnect computer networks that arose out of research and development in the United States and involved international collaborations, particularly with researchers in the United Kingdom and France. It was happening somewhere around the beginning of the 1960s, so that 10 years later, protocols were designed for the operation of the Internet, in which several separate networks could be united in a so-called network of networks. History also records that commercial Internet service providers began to appear in the late 1980s, and also that research carried out at CERN in Switzerland by British computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee in 1989-1990 led to the World Wide Web. It linked hypertext documents in an IT system accessible from any node in the network. Since the mid-1990s, the Internet has had a revolutionary impact on culture, commerce, and technology, including the rise of near-instantaneous communication via electronic mail, instant messaging, voice-over-Internet protocol, phone calls, video chat, and the World Wide Web, with its forums, 
Chad Ward's blogs, social networking services, and online shopping sites. In all this mechanism, ever-increasing amounts of data are transmitted at ever-increasing speeds over fiber optic networks. Here is journalist Jon Vachu, president of the Council for Digital Transformation, speaking to Radio Romania about the impact of the emergence of the Internet on everyday life. It has practically virtualized everything. In the banking field, it reached the point of virtual currency. In the industrial field, it actually introduced links to later-day robotics and allowed remote work. In agriculture, there are a lot of applications. There is no area in industry that is not affected, changed positively, I would say, by the Internet, because what is the Internet? It is a network of networks the largest network on the planet, which has crossed borders across the planet. Because we also have the Internet and satellite communications, and we have the Internet right up to the edge of the Milky Way. In April to September 1993, the Romanian Internet began to be launched, recalled Ionovacu, and most users in Romania were satisfied with email the most active areas being university and research. The first Internet networks in schools and universities appeared in 1993, and broadband Internet has been available since 2000 via coaxial cable, according to Yonvachu. The data show that 30 years after the Internet arrived in Romania, the country is in the top 10 countries in the world in terms of browsing speed. The thing that puts the country in this leading position is the decades of work from Romanian experts who rolled up their sleeves in order to develop communication networks. We asked Ion Vaicu what is the future. We have 10 relevant trends in the development of the Internet, and some of them would be the Internet of Things, which would mean increasing the connection and interconnectivity of objects and smart devices in a variety of sectors like healthcare, transportation, and industry. Just today I read in the news that 6G has already managed to connect together unconnected objects via satellite with a radar-like function. So basically we will also have unconnected objects, so it is not necessary to be on the Internet to be connected. You can be connected in the future, starting in 2030, through 6G. Then, secondly, 5G and high-speed networks, which in Romania, according to all the latest ANCOM data, reached the level of 3%, so we now have only 3% 5G in Romania, and we have a long way to go. Then we have edge computing, a topic very little addressed here, meaning the development of distributed computing infrastructure, which allows data processing and decision-making closer to the user. You have been listening to The Future Stars today. Let's now take another music break and listen to Delia featuring Kyra and their hit On the Wings of Wind.
This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event. Hello and welcome. In today's travel feature, we go to Comana in Giurgiu County in southern Romania. On August the 6th, the village hosted the event entitled The 12th Anniversary on Dalumori, or Mill Hill, to mark 12 years since the establishment of the Moara de Hirtie paper mill, museum, workshop. In 2011, spouses Dana and Ion Georgescu thought up and put into practice a pioneering project in the small town located 50 kilometers away from Bucharest towards the Danube. Back then, the Georgescu family wanted a place where people could reconnect with book-related crafts. Today, in 2023, this is how Dana Georgescu remembers that moment. We discovered Comana in 2010. In 2011, we managed to buy a plot of land here and build the Paper Mill Workshop Museum, the place where the story of book-related crafts, handmade paper, printing and bookbinding began. That was the beginning on August 6, 2011. But the story continued. A few years later, we managed to build two workshops where we now make paper and work with the students who visit us and the adults. The team started to grow in 2016 when we managed to inaugurate the Craft Village. We wrote a project that was funded by the government of Norway. And with the funding received, we bought another piece of land and built these workshops, where we wanted to present traditional Romanian crafts in a modern formula, an adapted formula made to be interesting for today's children and adults. It is an attempt to succeed in making them friends with these activities that are so important to people, and we believe that we have succeeded to some extent at least. Now we are visited by thousands of children and adults, especially during the school year, during the different school weeks or green weeks. The Crafts Village completed the paper mill over time, but also more recently a kitchen appeared, even during the difficult years of the pandemic. And here is Dana Georgescu explaining. We managed to complement the project started in 2011 with a kitchen, a social kitchen, the Dalumori kitchen. I named it that way since it is on Mill Hill in Comana. It is a kitchen supported by those who come to eat, by those who participate in our activities, and it is also a kitchen that provides food to disadvantaged people in our community, especially the elderly and children. We wanted it to be something constant, and we have actually been able to offer 22 people free food a few times a week for two years. The Mori Kitchen proves that the project of the paper mill has not only a cultural purpose, but also an economic and social one. The crafts revitalized and taught at Comana are meant to help local communities become self-sustaining. You have been listening to Visit Romania.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, it's music highlights. Today we will introduce you to the celebrated Romanian pianist Dan Grigore. Let's begin with the chorale from Bach's cantata BWV 147. Our next choice is called Musical Moment for Piano and Orchestra by the Romanian composer Nicolae Kirculescu. Dan Grigore is accompanied by the National Radio Orchestra conducted by Iosif Conta.
Let's listen next to Dan Grigore playing one of the most recognizable classical pieces in the world, Beethoven's famous 1810 work Für Elise. To end, let's listen to a piece called From Uncle Remus, from a lesser-known work called Woodland Sketches by the American Romantic composer Edward McDowell and consisting in a cycle of ten pieces inspired by nature.
Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next, Through the Looking Glass. Welcome to Through the Looking Glass. I'm your host, Elena Enake, inviting you to stay tuned for the next few minutes to learn about the opportunities that the European programs offer in terms of culture. A number of programs have been developed in time at the level of the European Union to boost European culture and creativity and encourage the exchange of experience among artists all over the continent. One such program is the Creative Europe program. None of the founding documents of the European Union proposes a strict and restrictive definition of what culture is, leaving it to the member states and individuals to define it based on their national, local and individual sensibility. The legal basis of the Creative Europe program, the only European Union program specifically devoted to supporting culture, provides, nevertheless, an open-ended definition of cultural and creative sectors. With individual EU member states responsible for their own policies for the cultural sector, the role of the European Commission is to help address common challenges. These include the impact of digital technologies, changing models of cultural governance and the need to support the cultural and creative sectors in innovating. The European Commission carries out its actions in line with strategic documents on cultural cooperation as well as its own priorities established for a given term. In order to ensure that the social and economic role of culture is acknowledged in wider EU policy-making and actions, the European Commission works on a number of key themes. It also makes sure that the complex nature of cultural and creative sectors is reflected in relevant EU legislation. The Commission also helps member states mitigate the negative effects of crisis and any challenges where coordinated EU response might prove beneficial. Maria Gabriel is currently the Commissioner responsible for the cultural and creative sectors. Her mandate is to ensure the full implementation of the new European Agenda for Culture and promote the creative industries and the Creative Europe programme. Her portfolio also includes innovation, research, education and youth. The Commission Department in Charge of Culture is the Directorate General for Education, Youth, Sport and Culture, which promotes EU-level action in this field, covering cultural and creative sectors, including cultural heritage, develops policies based on gathered data and evidence, and manages the EU Programme for Culture, that is, the Creative Europe Programme. You are listening to Radio Romania International. One of the very successful European cultural programs is the one called Culture Moves Europe. This program provides mobility grants for artists and cultural professionals in all 40 Creative Europe countries. It covers the sectors of architecture, cultural heritage, design and fashion design, literary translation, music, performing arts and visual arts. 
With a budget of 21 million euros, Culture Moves Europe offers mobility grants to around 7,000 artists, cultural professionals and host organizations from 2022 to 2025. Funded by the Creative Europe Programme of the European Union, Culture Moves Europe is implemented by the Goethe Institute. The scheme consists of two action lines. Individual mobility for individuals and groups of up to five persons and residences. The individual mobility action offers financial support to individuals who travel between seven and 60 days or groups of up to five persons who travel between seven and 21 days. Rolling calls for all sectors that Culture Moves Europe covers are open every year between autumn and spring. The residency action is aimed at organizations and established individual artists who regularly organize residencies and are interested in hosting artists and cultural professionals. The program The European Capital of Culture is another successful program putting culture at the heart of European cities with EU support for a year-long celebration of art and culture. The European Capital of Culture, a program created in 1985, has become a very important cultural event. During a whole year, a designated European city celebrates art and culture as well as cooperation among the diverse countries that form Europe. Thirty years after its inception, the event, which began as an event to showcase cultural prowess and common bonds among European countries, has evolved. Today, hosting the European Capital of Culture is seen as an opportunity for urban regeneration and the catalyst for social, cultural and economic development. Since January 1, 2023, Timisoara in Romania, Elefsina in Greece and Vesprem in Hungary all hold the title of European Capital of Culture 2023. The three cities have curated special programs for the occasion. The Timisoara 2023 program, entitled Shine Your Light, Light Up Your City, is structured around people, places and connections. The Elefsina 2023 program, entitled Mysteries of Transition, has three main elements, people, society, environment and labor. Environment has a special focus as a subject closely linked to the challenges that Elefsina, as a post-industrial city, as well as the wider world, is facing. Finally, the Vesprem 2023 program, entitled Come Shine With Us, includes music and dance festivals, art exhibitions, performing art and cuisine. Dear friends, that's been all from Through the Looking Glass today. I leave you in the company of music. Listen to Iwana Ignat with a song entitled It's Gone. Until next time, it's goodbye.
lucruri De la început Eu l-am crezut Eu l-am crezut Iar eu mai cred Și acum noi Mai cred în tot Ce înseamnă noi Iar eu mai cred Și acum În amândoi Când o Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Eugen Nasta. You're invited to listen to a traditional real dance tune from southern Romania's Gorj County, performed by the late Justina Boluceanu.
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro.